good afternoon, everyone. God bless you all, and, and welcome to this edition of Communion of Fire Weekly. Um, I'm thrilled today to have with us uh, this week Dr. Paul Oval, who is an ordained minister, uh, founder and CEO of Faith Unveiled Ministries and the Faith Unveiled Network on the Internet and social media platforms. Uh, he's also hosted the Truth Unveiled program on YouTube with over 15,000 views now. Uh, Dr. Oval, thank you so much for joining us today. You've been a proponent, I know, over the last several months um, of voter integrity, but not only that, also an advocate for just standing on the word um, of God for this nation, especially for what God is saying through the prophetic voices. I know you've done several uh, broadcasts with uh, Mark Taylor, so we're just thrilled to have you on today. And uh, I just wanted to kind of get um, an overview of what you thought was going on in terms of uh, the church's stand today with regard with, to everything that's going on in this nation and whether or not we are living up to what we're supposed to live up to in terms of being uh, being the church and uh, and what your thoughts were on all of that. <laughs> uh, first of all, thank you so much for inviting me on your show. I'm honored to be here. Yes. Uh, so thank you very much for, for uh, giving me these accolades and stuff. So uh, it's totally God what God does uh, through us and we have to be obedient. Uh, in regards to where the church is, the church has, uh, the church in general, basically yeah. what I'm talking about. Now, I believe that, that we're in a time where God is separating the remnants from the church. Yes, uh, yes. And God spoke to me uh, nine, uh, nine and a half years ago saying that he was going to raise up a new army. And this army would wow. stand for uncompromised truth. And this army would come out of hidden and unknown people, the quiet people, those that are sitting on a pew. Yeah, yeah. Raise up, and he's gonna deliver and transform the gang members and, and uh, the LBGTQ community. And he's gonna raise up people like that, and they're gonna become a part of this remnant. Now, what God didn't say was he was gonna raise up the church. He said he's gonna raise up a new army. And uh, it's interesting. Yeah, it's it's. Uh, Bottom line is, I'm very disappointed in the church because the church uh, is asleep. And therefore, God had to raise up something new, something different to take control of what His will is on earth. And right now, His will is being pushed around by the enemy and pushed around by uh, the devil and the devil uh, workers. But God is raising an army, and that army is standing for uncompromised truth and this army is going to say thus saith the lord whether you like it or not amen amen that was nine years ago you said it was about nine and a half years ago yeah god began to speak to me about uh, this new army and of course i they had no clue i'm like okay god <laughs> i don't know why you're telling me this but we'll, we'll just wait for it and, um so it was and then again uh, five and a half years ago uh, god spoke to me and said hey that new army that I told you about. You remember this? I said, yes. He said, I'm getting ready to raise it. Create an avenue of exposure for them. They're going to need a voice. Well, and that's where the network was birthed. Oh, that's just amazing. So, uh, and you were, were you a pastor before the, uh, before this, or are you now? I'm sorry. I, I wasn't no, quite aware of that. But. That's, that's okay. Uh, I, I, uh, I was born and raised in San Antonio, Texas. And okay. I pastored a church there. And uh, I have a pastor's heart. Uh, I'm used in the gift of prophecy, 
but I don't okay. call myself a prophet. Uh, I, yeah. I just I have a pastor's heart. You know, once a pastor, always a pastor. So at this current yes. at this current time, uh, my congregation is my audience. Uh, That's beautiful. Yeah. So there. Uh, now you said earlier we have about fifteen thousand views. Actually, we're um, uh, this January, February, March. We were over two million uh, viewers per month. Is that so? Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Well. So God is bringing in uh, that's a, a congregation. That is just amazing. I know I've, I've uh, seen a lot of your broadcasts with uh, with Mark Taylor over the last few months, and yes. just completely blessed by that because it, it seems to me that uh, a lot of the a lot of the church, in terms of uh, the, the celebrities of the church that we that everybody knows, uh, has has backed off in terms of. Uh, the prophetic voice and, and you know obeying the word of God and, and those types of things as far as standing on what the word says over these last few months even since November and so uh, uh, it seems that a lot of people are are kind of flocking to to those words of doubt and like um, for lack of a better word kind of a, a lukewarm attitude with regard to what's going on and so um, right. listening to you guys has been a, a breath of fresh air overall. So thank you, uh, and, and that's that's the disappointment in the church. You know, the church has um, uh, kind of my message to the church for the last four years has been get away from the three song three points in a prayer dismiss. Uh, oh yeah, uh, yeah. There's a war that's going on. There is a, yeah. a spiritual war where the enemy is trying to take our freedom away, freedom of religion. This is around the world, not just the USA. Oh, yes. Yeah. So there's a, the, the church is, they're asleep, but they're not aware of this. They're still doing their three songs, three points in a prayer, not even realizing that there's a war going on right underneath their nose. And most of them even refuse to accept that, that everything's okay. Yeah. As long as I can, uh, you know, get, get my people in here and, and we had the church has moved away from conviction, and they have taught yeah. the love message for so long that it's oh, yeah. it's been counterbalanced, and they uh-huh. have forgotten that not God yes God is a God of love He will love you no matter what He, he loves us into heaven uh, and that's yeah. the power of love but God is also a God of chastisement He's a God that is a jealous God oh and, yes and, yeah. and He says no one gets my glory. And the church and other things in the world has taken God's glory. He says, no, it's time now to get it back. And so I think that's where the world is now. Is God is storming in with this new army saying, Satan, you're a liar. Get behind me. The glory belongs to me. And I think that's what's going on. Boy, amen, amen. If I may be so bold to ask, uh, where is your stand with regard to, to the word in terms of where it tells us to, to pray for our leaders and um, that that all of our leaders, uh, quote unquote, I'm, I'm paraphrasing the scripture obviously, but uh, that all all leadership comes from God, so to speak. Yeah. yeah. Where where are you at with that um, in terms of what is going on right now in the country and and lining it up with that scripture? If I can ask, I think we all need to pray for everyone continuously. Uh, and, and this is what I, I say this, and I want to say it here. Uh, there's a lot of uh, sin in the church. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and back again, nine years ago, nine and a half years ago, God spoke to 
Timothy said that, that he's going to take down the televangelists and the big name uh, mega church pastors and evangelists because they forgot oh, yeah. where the glory came from. Oh yeah. There's there's great sin that has came into the church and God is going to it is now beginning to and will continue to expose the sin in the church. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I, this is what I want to say: exposure yeah. should produce repentance. Oh yes, yeah. It's yeah. very important to pray for these leaders, to pray for the authorities of the land, to pray for everybody. That anyone and everyone that's in the position of authority need prayer. They need prayer for God's guidance. They need prayer for God's wisdom, and they need prayer for God's conviction. Uh, Amen. That's where I stand. We need to pray. Uh, yeah. And you know this. A lot of people uh, shame me, try to shame me because they're saying they can see you say I'm attacking pastors. Oh and yeah, I'm not sure. attacking pastors. I have a special place in my heart for pastors, and uh, if, if there's sin in a pastor's life, it needs to be exposed for repentance. And when repentance yeah. comes, we have to have the love of God in our heart to stand with them and, and, and hold them and you know give them a hug and say we love you. But God will refuse to tolerate sin. It's just like the woman, uh, just go and sin no more. That's that's the position right. that we need to take as, as godly people, as Christians, is, okay, we don't hate you, we hate the sin. We hate what you did with the sin. But when yeah. you repent, we got to love you. Amen. Yeah. Um, would you feel that, uh, and this may be a, a bold statement too, I don't know if it's a blanket statement, but as a nation, of believers overall, um, are we looking more to uh, how do I want to put this? Basically, that we've we've reverted back to becoming uh, a church of we don't believe it until we see it, versus what John twenty twenty nine tells us that blessed are they that believe without seeing. Has this has this um, have the events of the last several months since November third um, brought that out more? Do you think that was ever an issue in terms of the body of Christ or uh, what uh, what reform do you think we need to um, undergo with regard to that in terms of getting back to what the word says if, if any of that makes sense there, God spoke to me just a few weeks ago and he said I'm going to destroy the once was church well yeah uh, and, and I think that's what's going to happen I think that these mega churches are going to the God is if and when God empties them, he's going to use those buildings for something else. Um, yeah. I think there needs to be a huge paradigm, spiritual paradigm shift uh, that needs to take place inside the church. <clears throat> I, I, I believe this at this point right now, and I think there's redemption, but where I stand right now is we cannot count on churches to win this war. Uh, yeah. Because they have laid down the sword of salvation. They have laid, they have taken their armor of God off because yeah. there's so much love being preached that they don't feel it's necessary anymore. And the whole time, Satan has been coming in like a little box and spoiling the vine. And the next thing you know, we have a whole vineyard that's destroyed. Yeah, this yeah. Is where the church is. The church has allowed the enemy to come in and soften our message so much that it's being destroyed. Uh, so I think that there needs to be a huge paradigm, spiritual paradigm shift where we yeah. need to stand upon the Word of God, get rid of your message, bring in the book of Acts, bring in conviction. Yes, yeah. Because God needs us. And I think there's a time yes. where God has given the church grace. 
there's a grace yeah. period where he's allowing the church and pastors to repent of not teaching what needs to be taught and, and come forward. I still think there's true chances for churches and pastors, but they have to wake up. They have to realize that there's a spiritual war going on and that they need to learn how to sharpen their sword and teach the congregation. You need to they, uh, Pastors need to be, uh, uh, what's that, fencing, the, the, where you fight yes. the sword, they need to become yes. fencing yeah. trainers. Amen, yeah. I know with, I'm, I'm in Salem, Oregon myself, and so we've had a lot of issues with the Antifa and, and BLM, oh, and yeah. as, as of course they've been going across the country really right now, but uh, what, what I've seen uh, in our area um, has, has been a big problem is that the, the pastors have left the pulpit and they've kind of joined in with the, the BLM movement thinking that they're, um, they're joining something good, and yet they're, they're kind of releasing their, their spiritual authority and they're, um, you know, taking up the, the weapons of, of carnality and so forth in this nation. So uh, it's kind of what's been going on in our area. I'm wondering if you would have anything to say about that in terms of, I believe that the church should get involved, but I don't know if the way they're getting involved is necessarily um, communicating the right message, I guess I guess you could say. Yeah, you're, you're exactly right. That's what's, uh, that's where the church... We have to look at it like that. That's that's where the church is right now. And yeah. How did the church get there? Yeah. And that's that's my question. How did the church get there? And you're right. Uh, every pastor needs to do some diligence, uh, do some research, and be diligent with their research and find out exactly where this is. I mean, yeah. uh, you used the, the the example of BLM uh, pastors marching with BLM. That is 100% evil. Yeah, if, yeah. If your pastor is marching with BLM, I encourage you to leave that church. I mean, when the when BLM uh, states it on their website of what they're about and how they're witches and how they use witchcraft and stuff, that's not of God. You don't right. the, you don't pet Satan on the shoulder and say, "Come on over and hopefully you'll you'll do fine." You know, right? And yeah. If, if we if we walk with you or we march with you, maybe it'll make you look better. You don't need to look better. Say hell, hell right. does not look better. Yeah. People should not. We should not try to make evil look good, and thus the scripture, you know, where it says that yeah. good will be made to look evil, and evil will be made to look good, and 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 uh, we don't compromise. You don't compromise. Even though Jesus sat with the sinners, he never became partakers of the sin. Yeah. He he. There was a purpose that he sat with sinners was to bring them out and deliver them, not to not to participate in their sin. Yeah. And when pastors are marching with BLM and promoting BLM, they're marching with sin. Amen. They need, Amen. To, they need to come out of that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, I think what what I kind of wanted to have you on today for was, well, I mean, you've answered everything, that all the questions that I had, but in terms of, of these movements that are going on across the country that they've created this lukewarm um, personality among uh, churchgoers, quote-unquote, that, uh, you know, that God is love, as we talked about. And so we know that God is love, but at the same time, what they've kind of fused in there is the fact that everything that happens is necessarily his will at the same time. And that that has covered a lot of different subject areas, but with especially with regard to um, the government and the the liberal um, agenda over this these last several months, um, 
just kind of wanted I wanted to take the last uh, several minutes and just allow you to uh, speak on anything that's been on your heart as far as what God's been telling you lately and um, you've kind of done that as well but if anything else kind of is pressing in terms of what a message you would have for the church um, in terms of the body of Christ not necessarily the institution of the church but either or <laughs> sure uh, you know it years ago and we're talking way back in the year 300 325 yeah constantine rose up and he began to compromise uh yeah threaten the church and they they became compromised and for decades centuries uh and what constantine began to form in his uh the system that he created was what we call the deep state today uh-huh. And the deep state is ran by uh, evil. And, the, you know, there's only two, two kingdoms in the world. You have the kingdom of darkness and the kingdom of light. And you, yeah. you're, there, there is no in-between. And God, what God's doing today is drawing the line. And he's making it definite. And uh, whenever a nation, when, whenever God wants to change a nation, he raises up prophets. Mm-hmm. They bring the word that... Uh, the church and the world need to hear and so today is a day of prophets today meaning the last two three four years it's been the time of prophets because god wants to change a nation and what he wants to change it from is away from the deep state penetrating into the goodness that god meant for good uh, Uh the church and so it's easy for us to believe that sin and corruption can be in Hollywood. It's easy for us to believe that sin and corruption can be in uh, politicians and uh-huh. Capitol Hill. But it's yeah. a whole other story when we as Christians look at and say that the same corruption is in the church. And God is, re- this is what God is doing. He has brought on uh, and I will say this and continue to say this. Yeah. This is why God brought Trump on the scene. Uh-huh. Trump was used to start waking people up to the corruption that's actually going on. We all yeah. knew there was corruption, but we never knew the depth of it. Well, we right. knew that there was sin in the world, but we never realized the depth of it. And yeah. as close as it is to home. And when we begin to look at our own lives and we begin to look at our own situations and who we function with and who we participate with and who we go to church with, we're learning that that system that was developed centuries ago has moved forward as time has moved forward. Mm-hmm. And the, the more it's moved forward into present day, it has gotten its foot in deeper. And so we cannot assume that there's no corruption in the church and if god's going you know god's coming after a bride that's without spot wrinkle or blemish and and that's what god is doing to the church he's cleaning it up and in order to do that he has to reveal the corruption that is taking place in the world today and as he begins to uncover this corruption and we begin to wake up as a people as an individual as American, and this is not only happening in America, it's happening worldwide. Right now, there are riots, there are not riots, uh, let me rephrase that, so they're not rioting, there are protests, peaceful protests going on around the world demanding yeah. freedom. And this is what God is yeah. up in the world today. 
is, look, we have been asleep not even knowing we've been asleep. We have been under corruption knowing that we've been under corruption. And we have been participating in evil not knowing that we have been participating in evil. And this is what God is doing in the world today. And he needs the church to stand. The church is the representation of God on earth. And because he cannot stand on the church is the very reason why he started raising the remnant and the, the army, the hidden, the unknown people, because he needed someone to represent his power, his glory on earth. And that's what's beginning to happen in our world today. Amen. Yeah. So God is moving strongly and he's moving directly and he is given strategic plans through the prophets today. You know, I, mm-hmm. uh, I got saved when I was, uh, my, my dad was a pastor of a church. Okay. Uh, my, I'm a third generation minister. Wow. Okay. Uh, my, my grandparents were, my grandfathers were ministers. My dad was a pastor of a church and he pastored for 61 years. So, uh, I, years. Well, yes, <laughs> he started, he, he pastored a church and founded a pastor. Actually built it himself, literally built it as it bought the land and hills wow. and wood and he literally built the church that he pastored for 61 years. Uh, and uh, Amazing. Uh, he was still the senior pastor of that same church upon his death when he died. So, uh, so there's that, there's that religion, but uh, that Christianity that was buried inside of us. And so what, uh, what God is doing, he's, he's taking things and he's just moving and changing things and, and, uh, he has given us the strategic plan to move forward with. And never in my, and what I was going to say was never in my life have I seen God be so detailed with prophets as he is today. Yeah. There's a reason for that. And, and, uh, there's a reason why he's vague. And, you know, the Bible says that we, we see uh, in parts and we speak in parts. Uh, because with, if God gave us the whole picture, we wouldn't need faith. We could just walk on that. That yes. given us yeah. and expect everything that's going to come our way. Right. Yeah. He is, but he is so specific with his words today because he's changing a nation. He's changing the world, and he wants to make sure that it's done correctly. So, as the remnant of God, we need to stand firm and stand strong on the Word of God. And you know, anything that God does, Satan duplicates. Satan has never invented anything in himself because he just doesn't have that ability. So he relies on what God is doing and then he mimics he mimics it and tries to turn it into evil. And all power Jesus said all power was under heaven was given unto him. So all power means all power. So that begs the question, well, what do you mean? Does that mean that, that Satan's power comes from God? Yes, it does. Does that mean evil, evil power comes from God? Yes, it does. When does it become evil? We can look at Lucifer. The moment that Lucifer started thinking of God, he pulled himself away from God. And that is the definition of evil. And if you take God's power, even Jesus said in Matthew 24, 24, that false messiahs and false prophets would rise up to deceive the church. And that has been happening. So when does God's power become The further we get away from God. The further you move yourself away from God, the more evil you become. And so 
in bringing them together, God has specifically given word from through the prophets of what the church should do and how the church should move forward. And the key thing today for the church to do is to, the Bible says, blessed are those who hear and, and, and move and listen to the prophets. Uh, do that. But what we need to be careful of are the false prophets that are arising. And so discernment is the key. We need to have discernment in order yes. to uh, move spiritually and determine who's false and who's not false. And when we begin to ask God for that, He will because He will direct us. So, where's all this going? Where's all it leading to? One of the greatest revivals that we're ever going to see on earth. I believe, I, I believe that too, yes. I believe that miracle, that, that God is starting to produce miracles that we're going to, you know, in my, in my ministry, you name the miracle, and I've seen it in my ministry. I've seen dead. Uh, I've seen the spine uh, uh, eyes open. I've seen people get out of wheelchairs. I've seen death here. Yes. And I don't believe I've seen anything yet compared to what God is about to do. God is about to reveal Himself on earth like He's never revealed Himself through power and might and through His Spirit. That's what I think that we're heading for. So. Even though we see calamity into our natural eye, it looks like Christianity has lost this battle. Yes. The fact that we have lost all freedom, we are being censored, our rights have been taken away. But God, but God, God. is yes. about to shake this world like he's never shaken it before. And we are going to be so transformed by the workings of the Spirit of the Lord that we are going to see things we've never seen before. And there is rejoicing coming. And I encourage everybody, get ready to rejoice, get ready to praise, get ready to have a hallelujah party, because it is coming. Amen. We're definitely looking forward to it. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, just uh, with, with the, these last uh, couple minutes, Dr. Robles, so uh, we can find you on YouTube at uh, Truth Unveiled. Is that is that right? Uh, that's the name of your, your YouTube channel as well? Truth Unveiled TV. Truth, Truth Unveiled TV, and then you also have, uh, and then also have uh, Faith Unveiled TV. Faith Unveiled TV as well, yes. Now, uh, yeah, uh, Faith Unveiled TV is the network that God uh, started, had me start, and it has about a hundred different shows on it. Uh, okay. And my show is also on the network, but then I have my own uh, YouTube channel, which is Truth Unveiled TV. Okay, that's wonderful. I just want to encourage anybody listening to, uh, to check that out because it's, it's been a tremendous blessing to, to myself and my family as well. Thank you, thank you. Um, we have just a couple minutes left, Dr. Robles, so if you'd like to uh, close in prayer, if that'd be all right. Um, we're just so thankful to have you on, on today um, to get this information and so forth. So. Yeah. Father, I thank you for who you are to us, and I pray yes. that our eyes always be open to see that. Yes. Let us see the goodness of you and what you're doing. I, I pray, Lord, that you forgive us for doubting you, even though the timeline is not the way we want and when we want, but I, and, and that produces a doubt in us and that produces a frustration and sometimes a depression. And God, I yeah. ask you to forgive us for that. I yes. ask you to forgive us to have those doubts and forgive us uh, for not leaning on you completely. And I pray that you just walk in front of us and beside us and behind us. And you have that goodness and mercy follow us all the days of our lives. And bring them forth every once in a while to encourage the listeners and encourage the viewers. And I pray that everyone listening 
to this recording and this show be blessed abundantly. I pray that every time they turn around, they anticipate and expect a blessing from you. And Father, I pray that your disappointment uh, is never there. You never disappoint us. You never discourage us. You always lead us and guide us. And I pray, Father, these last couple of seconds that we have, that you walk in front of us and make your footprint so deep that we have no mistake of where to put ours. Yes. Father, I pray for the leading of your spirit and pray for the guidance of your spirit. And let these people arise with, with, with glory. Let them arise with happiness. And let them arise with sunshine in their eyes and sunshine in their hearts, knowing that you are still on the throne and you will not let us go. Amen. Yes. In your name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much, Dr. Robo, for your time today. And uh, uh, we're just so blessed. And, and uh, we pray for just the abundant bless, uh, blessings and fruit uh, to your ministry and to your family as well. Thank you. And uh, to all who are listening today, thank you guys for tuning in to uh, Community of Fire Weekly. And we'll, we'll talk to you next time. God bless you, brother. God bless you, too. Bye-bye.